understanding will cause us to walk in the place of being wise. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to share a piece with you that I believe is even going to be, it's been a blessing in my life. Let's go to the book of John chapter 15 verse 1 to 8. The book of John chapter 5, 15 verse 1 to 8. This was not a story Jesus shared with unbelievers. He shared with believers. And I just want to share this piece with you. Praise God. He was talking to the disciples and he was talking to them about very, very important information. Now he, he started the journey of talking to them. You will realize that the text they have been put into court, which means that it was something that was picked right from the lips of Jesus and established there because it means so much to the Lord. In John chapter 15 verse 1 to 8, the Bible said, it said, I am the, the true vine and my father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already cleansed because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bear much fruit. For without me... You can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire. And they are burned. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, you will ask what you do desire and it shall be done for you by these my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my war my disciple tell your neighbor so that you will be my disciple tell your neighbor so that you will be my disciple I want to minister on the subject of entitled Look at the face of your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't back out. Oh, no, no, you don't get me. Say it to your neighbor, don't back out. Uh, don't back out because there is something going to happen. Praise God. He's saying that I want you to, there is something you can achieve when uh, he said, without me, you can do nothing. Hallelujah. I can see a new face among us. If today is your first time of visiting us, just give me a wave. I see a new face somewhere. Give me a wave. Come on, put your hands together for this lovely, wonderful woman there. Amen. We love you so much. This is Crossfire, and I believe God will talk to you. Amen. The Bible says, I'm going to use this text. All I'm going to do, I'm going to focus on the text we've just read. It said, I am the true vine, and my father is a vine dresser. And Jesus said this because he, he used the word here. When you look at the text carefully, 
he repeats, he used one of the literature technique, which is repetition. And re- repetition is used in literature to exalt and to expand and to help you to understand and to bring you to the place of emphasis. He said, I am the true vine, which presupposes that they are false vines. Praise the Lord. He used a picture of the vine because there were grave vines were everywhere in the ancient Israel. So there was a large golden vine set as a prominent decoration on the front of the temple, communicating the idea that Israel was God's vine. As well, that vine was recognized symbol also as the Messiah. Praise the Lord. So if we say Israel is the vine, which means that anybody who is not within the perimeters of the Israelite or is not an Israelite, it means that you can't inherit the blessings of God. Of the many preachers of the relationship between God and his people, the vine and the branch picture emphasize complete total and relentless dependence and the need for constant connection Uh, most of the time Jesus gave parables he uses a master traveling to a a far country gave gift to his servant and he uses different things but this particular explanation is, is very critical because he's using this as a picture to tell you the connection between the branch and the vine now he tried to establish that the vine is dependent upon the vine dresser and that branches depend on the vine for its production the branch depend on the vine even more than the shepherd or the sheep depends on the shepherd or the child depends on the father. I'm going somewhere with me here. And as Jesus was about to depart from his disciples, this was an important encouragement. He would remain united with them and they would be united with them, but he wanted them to come to the place to understand the divine connection between the vine and the branches vine and the branch establishes a relationship that must develop between the believer and Jesus and I want you to understand that there is no branch that is able to bear fruit without the vine and the extensity for which by which through which the branch will bear fruit is dependent on the vine now I want you to understand that the beauty of the vine is demonstrated not in the vine but in the beauty of the branches because it is a branch that bear fruit. Most of us in this country we have not seen a mango tree before but we enjoy the pleasure of mango not because we have seen the plant mango but because of the fruit the branches bear. Therefore, every plant that you plant, it is not just in the stem that matters, but its ability to bear much fruit. And much fruit is because of the branches. Now, he wants you to add one explanation I can give to this, uh, is that the other connection I could 
give to connect and to help us understand the extent to which the branches depend on the vine is the ability of a baby in the womb of a mother to depend on the mother. If a baby is in the womb and the mother is not positioned properly, the child will not be successful. Praise God. Do something to my mic. I need a bit of echo here. Now I want you to understand the baby in the womb is going to die if the mother is not positioned properly. If the mother doesn't eat properly, the baby will not live a healthy life. Jesus, the father, and the father is the vine dresser. The vine dresser is the person who dresses and takes care of the vine for optimal fruitfulness and optimal production. That is the vine dresser. In the Old Testament, the use of the vine as a picture of Israel. God, the Father, was also presented as the one who cultivated and managed the vine. This means that the success of the vine is dependent upon the vine dresser. And the success of the branch is also dependent upon the vine. God fulfilled this role also for the believer under the new covenant. The new covenant participant has relationship both with the father and the son for both the vine and, and the vine dresser. Now John chapter 15 verse 2 said, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear much fruit. One of the things I wrote here is that if the Lord God Almighty is going to cut off a branch that does not bear fruit, it presupposes that God is not in the business of wasting resources. He's the God who wants to maximize every production and every resource available to him. It's limited efficiency, which is his prerogative. It doesn't mean that he's reckless. When I saw that God is saying that I'm going to the vine dresser, is going to cut a branch that does not bear fruit, I saw a side of God that maybe most of you have not been told yet. That is why you live your life recklessly and abundantly. I really want us to understand something today. There is a side of God that is beautiful. It is sweeter than honey. It, it, is, it is sweeter than the honeycomb. It is merciful. It is lavish. It is lavish it is kind, it is patient it is glorious and that is the side I want everybody to understand and that is a side everybody wants to enjoy but regardless about the sweetness about God there is a side of God that is judgmental and sometimes when you see the judgment side of God you begin to wonder whether it is the same God who sent down his only begotten son to die for you the side of God that is so bitter it is so deadly it is so dangerous it is a sign of God that when you don't walk in the ways of God in the times of the Israelites he opened the earth and people went down on the earth and they were swallowed it was the same sign of God that made rain came down and it swallowed the whole earth and it was just left with Noah and his children there was a sign of God that the believer will wonder whether it is the same God who is producing 
set outcome. I pray over your life today that you will not meet the side of God that will cut you off, but you meet the side of God that causes a believer to enjoy the pleasure of heaven. Tell your neighbor, stay connected. Uh, open it uh, I want you to understand it's the same side of God uh, you, you have to talk to Adam and Eve to understand what I'm talking about when God could come down in the coolness of the day uh, and come and talk to them and share ideas with them uh, the same God who created them uh, the same God who covered their nakedness uh, is the same God who told them to come out of the garden uh, and sometimes I wonder whether it's the same God uh, if you don't walk in the ways of God God and you don't stay connected with God within the perimeters of his word there is a side of God you will encounter that you will never understand why it is so bitter it is so deadly it is so painful it is so horrific it is so painful to the point that it becomes unbearable but my bible said that if the branch is unproductive it will be cut off the side we choose to be, it depends on us. Tell your neighbor, it depends on you. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. The branches uh, that are taken away were never, uh, were never properly abiding in the vine. Demonstrated by the fact that uh, they were not bearing fruit. If you are not abiding in the vine, you're, you are connecting yourself to an environment of unfruitfulness. Your location determines how fruitful you will be some of us under the sound of my voice there are things you are going through in this year because you are not connected to the purpose of God because you are not connected to the mindset of God there are certain storms that are coming your ways there are certain turbulent moments coming your way because you have detached yourself from the vine I prophesy upon your life today that every pain you're going through because of your disconnection I pray that before you leave this environment, heaven will cause you to be connected in order to enjoy the pleasure of God. Tell your neighbor, stay connected. Uh, he said, I'll cut off. Uh, I didn't understand how, but in Matthew chapter, 10, Matthew chapter 26, Matthew 25, verse 26 and 28, the Bible said, The master replied, You wicked, lazy servant, so you knew that I have as where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. Well, then, you should have put my money on, in, on deposit with the bank so that when I return, I will enjoy the same God who promoted the servant, who promoted the first and second servant was the same God who put the other one in fire. I pray today that your decisions will be the one you'll be sending into promotion by God. You will not be demoted by God but you will be promoted not because it is easy but because you chose to be connected. Tell your neighbor stay connected. I am sick and tired of not enjoying God. I am sick and tired of believers coming to the place of getting themselves disconnected from the vine. The world that becomes everybody, most Christians have not gained the understanding that my production, my productivity is based on my connection with the vine. 
We think we can detach ourselves from the vine and still be fruitful. Your fruitfulness, your ability to produce and fulfill the purpose of the vine is dependent on your connection with the vine. Left to itself, a vine will produce a good deal of unproductive fruit. For maximum fruitfulness, extensive pruning is essential. I like it when he went on to say that every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. You don't understand what I just said. He said every branch that bear fruit, he prunes. This word prune is the same word translated cleans in other places. The same word could apply to either pruning or cleansing in the Greek. The vine dresser cleanses up the fruit, the fruit bearing vine, so that it will bear what? Much fruit. Let me say this to somebody. Anytime you are walking with God and you begin to bear fruit, there is a pruning that comes because you walk in the wheel of God. Look at me, somebody. I said there is a pruning that comes into your life because you have chosen to obey God. When a plant is not pruned, it ceases to maximize and optimize its production. I want you to be with me, somebody. When you don't get, oh, come on, God. When something is unproductive, God doesn't waste his time on it. When something is fruitful, he spends time on it to prune it. Shall I reverse it? Anytime something, you begin to walk in the wheel of God and things begin to go well for you. When you prune a plant, you cut off certain parts. So every time you begin to walk in the fruitfulness of God, get ready to be pruned. When a plant is being pruned, it goes into a season of uncomfortableness. And every now and then, when you begin to see your marriage going on well, God, anytime something becomes fruitful, if it be your marriage, if it be your finances, God delights in fruitfulness. And anybody who is fruitful, he comes to your aid to move you to your next level. I want to reverse it one more time. Now let us assume that you are doing well with drumming. For instance, our brother here was doing well when he started playing drums. Now when he started doing well and everybody started praising him that he was doing well, it is going to place a demand on him to move to his next level. Why? Because he's, he's come to a place of fruitfulness. And every now and then when you become fruitful, you must be ready to move to your next level. He's saying that I know you are fruitful, but I delight in fruitfulness. And every branch that begins to be fruitful, I take notice of it. I don't abandon it. I don't leave it alone to be fruitful and to leave it alone for it to continue in the state in which it was before. But I, the Lord, the dresser, I take delight in it and I prune it. I will explain pruning to you. Sometimes pruning could look like you are being cut off. Are you here? Do you get what I'm talking about? Sometimes pruning will look like if somebody doesn't understand the intent of the vine dresser and standing behind 
they may think that the same way the branch that was cut off was cut off is the same way you are you going through the pruning process it may look like you are being cut off pruning is a place of pain it's a place of bleeding let me reverse it when a woman is in labor and she begins to push and she's pushing the midwife begins to tell her push more so you're pushing your, the success of your pushing at the starting point connects the midwife to intensify the pain because you chose to push I don't know whether I'm making sense there are people who come to this church and when they commit to the things of God and they are doing well like this one here this wonderful beautiful I read here because he's chosen to learn the keyboard and to subject herself to learning it plays a demand on her and that demand sometimes is uncomfortable and some, sometimes it is unbearable sometimes it creates discomfort sometimes it is not palatable sometimes it is so excruciating that she feels sometimes like giving up and sometimes she wants to she said why do you spend more time with me on the, you don't spend much time with those who are not making effort I place demand on you because you've chosen to make growth come to your life I remember many years ago there were people who came to the church and they were committed to the church and, 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 and they, they were constantly coming to church doing the things of God and one day they didn't come to church I took the delight to phone them immediately and I heard one of them say we have been coming every time today we didn't come you have picked phones there are people who don't come regularly but you have never phoned them before and that is what Jesus is saying here he said begin to bear fruit, it begins to prune you. You don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand, I'll, I'll break it down. He's saying that because you are you, because you are the branch that is bearing fruit, the master, the vine dresser, delight in you. That is why the Bible simplified it. It said, many are the affliction of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him from all of them. When you begin to walk with God and begin to do the will of God. There are some of you that you are not going through trouble. Not because, not because trouble cannot come to you. But because you are already intoxicating yourself in trouble. God is not really with you. So you don't go through trouble. There are some of us who have decided to walk with God. We move from one trouble to the other. But this turbulent moment of our life, the storms we go through in our life, sometimes become our pruning moments. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere. I want you to be with me. Uh, he talks about, he said, you are already cleansed because of time. The word of God is cleansing agents. The word of God is more of a cleansing agent. It condemns sin. It inspires holiness. It promotes growth. It reveals power.
power for victory. Jesus continues to wash his disciples, his people with his word. I like it when somebody made a quote and said that the means by which pruning or cleansing is done is by the word of God. It condemns sin. It inspires holiness. It promotes growth. As Christ applies the word of God, gave him to live the life he wanted the disciples to live. They underwent a pruning process that removed evil from them and conditioned them for a further service. Precious one, anytime when I became born again, when God started working, working with me, the more I avail myself, the more I begin to experience God more. Let me say this to you. The more you begin to know God, whilst you are knowing God, the more you begin to know, there is more to know about God. When you are the branch that begins to bear fruit, it puts a demand on you. Praise the Lord. He said in John chapter 15 verse 4 to 5. He said, abide in me. He said that I want to do so much with you. But the standard of your production is based on your abiding in me. Tell your neighbor, abide in him. I nearly titled this message, Abide in Him. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine. Neither can you, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me, he abides in me, in him will bear much fruit. For without me ye can do all. I am not good with English, so I decided to look at the meaning of abide. The meaning of abide means to bear patiently. It means, it, 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 in one word, it means tolerance. Another meaning for abide means to endure without yielding. It means withstanding. Another meaning to abide means to wait. That is why I like it when David and some. 40 verse 1 said I waited patiently unto the Lord and he inclined unto me and he lifted me out of the horrible plate and set me upon the rock and put a new song in my mouth I prophesy upon your life today whilst you abide in in the Lord whilst you tolerate the things of God whilst you stand in the place of God whilst you wait in the place of God I prophesy today that he will come to your rescue uh, the another meaning for abide means to accept without objection. Oh, my brother, my sister, if you are somebody who have been positioned around the vine, it puts a demand on you. It begins to stretch you to a place of discomfort. It begins to move you from your place of comfort into the place of your discomfort. It begins to cause you to say some things you wouldn't have said without the demand placed upon you. When you're going through your pruning moment, there are people who begin to resent you. Not because God cannot do anything about it, not because the vine dresser cannot do anything about it but because it's your pruning moment I pray upon the life of somebody under the sound of my voice God wants me to tell you he's got good 
plans for you not of evil whilst he's pruning you he's got a destination to bring you into I prophesy upon your life that regardless of whatever you are going through in this year when everything look as if everything is coming down when all hope and help is lost I prophesy upon your life that whilst you remain as a branch in the vine you shall see the fruitfulness of God it means Jesus emphasis is a mutual relationship it's a mutual relationship it isn't only that the disciples abide in the master but also the master also abided in the disciples something of this close relationship described in Solomon of Solomon chapter 6 verse 3 he said I am he said what he said I am my beloved and my beloved is mine he feeds his flocks among the lilies when our Lord says abide in me he's talking about the will subjecting your will about your choices about your decisions we must decide to do the things which supposedly it must cause us to come to the place of greatness and joy as the branches cannot bear fruit without first abiding in the vine we can be unfruitful because we did not want to abide in the vine. The vine of God is the word of God. Those who take delight in connecting to the vine are those who enjoy the pleasure of the sufficiency and the adequacy of heaven. I know that maybe you are going through some things in your life and it look as if we are coming to the end of the year. The master dresser knows what he is intending to achieve. I don't know whether you understand the dresser yet, but the vine dresser he's not looking at you to determine how he molds you but he's looking at his purpose concerning your life and i pray over your life today that whatever you are going through in your life it must be a moment of pain and you want to say to yourself i want to let go the word of god but you can't let go because it is the determinant of your breakthrough your future joy is connected to your connection with the vine and I want to tell somebody under the sound of my voice maybe people are telling you why do you worry so much about your connection with the vine that is what the wife of Job said it's a curse the Lord and die but I want you to know but when you disconnect yourself from the vine it detaches you from the place of greatness but so far as you are connected to the vine your greatness is assured Though your beginning may be small, yet your latter shall be greater. I prophesy upon your life today that your pain will not cause you to disconnect. That your tears will not cause you to disconnect. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to, I want, I want to level it a little bit here. Uh, the prize is not just in abiding. The prize of not abiding and the 
promises that comes with it. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out. I don't want to talk about cast out. Because of time, I just want to level it. Abiding in him is our assurance of greatness and fruitfulness. Abiding in Jesus means abiding in his word. And having his word as an anchor, we should not overlook the importance of this word called the word of God. The teachings of Jesus were the things that molded them. Sometimes abiding in him comes with pain. Sometimes abiding in him comes with discomfort. Precious one, it is not easy to abide in the vine. It is not easy to remain in the purpose of God. It is not easy to abide in the will of God. And I know sometimes there are people who are not going through what you are going through. It is not because God is on their side and not on your side. But because he's molding you for a better future. But Bible said it got to a point. Ah, the Bible said when Jesus Christ was in Gethsemane, he came to a point and said, I am connected to the vine, but I'm pleading with you, Lord. If it be possible, let this cup run away from me. But he said, not my will be done, but thy will be done. The will of God is your connection to your greatness. I know some people may be going ahead of you. I know some people are gaining so much and you are gaining little. But I promise you, he said, when you abide in me and my word abide in you, he said, whatever you ask, I will give it to you. He said, I will give it to you, not because of you, so that my father will be glorified. I prophesy upon your life that your moment of glorifying has come. Your moment to celebrate has come. I know sometime before you be glorified, before you come to the place of beauty, you come, you have to go through some pain. I prophesy upon your life today that your pain will not bring you down. Your pain will not take you out of the will of God. I want you to tap your neighbor and say, wait upon the Lord. Oh, I have two minutes. Let me just level it here. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It said, don't back out because it's becoming excruciating. Don't back out. I remember when I came down to this country, everything rose up against me. Even my own pastor friends told me to do what I knew was not right. I said, if I perish, I perish. If I die, I die. There are times when you stick to the branch, when you remain in the vine, Precious one, it may look as if you are stupid. It may look as if you are mad. It may look as if you are or you are not reasonable. It may look as if you are senseless. But maybe some of them, sometimes, some of the things we endure, it may be nonsense, but spiritually sensitive and spiritually sanity. I prophesy upon your life that today you are going through pain. I know you have been waiting in the place of pain because you have chosen to remain in the vine but I pray today you are moving to your place into your place of fruitfulness into your place of enlargement I know maybe some people turn upon you but today is your time it is your season if you don't back out it is not all of us who are at the place where what we ask God is what he does maybe some of you you are still in your pain moment maybe some of you you are 
are still in your enduring moment if you don't back out he said if you don't faint in the time of adversity the lord will visit you i pray that your time of visitation is coming upon you in the name of jesus when i was in school some some friends of mine taught them being successful in life is all about your degree and some people did what they shouldn't do and they got themselves detached from the vine and they got good qualification good degrees but because they have been detached even though they have their qualification they are still unproductive but maybe you didn't get the class you have to get maybe you didn't get the class that will cause men to clap for you but the lord god who you relied on to make that choice i see him rewarding you right now in the mighty name of jesus he said whatever you will ask the father in my name I will do it that is why I have a problem with the Christians nowadays I get up in the morning receive a text message from somebody he said that today everything you want in your life you will get I say you, are, you, think, you think God is about giving you things your ability to be successful in life is your ability to keep yourself constant on the vine you don't understand this sometimes it looks as if it is men who determine our destiny but our destiny is not determined by men it is determined by God he said let all men be against you let all men be liars and God become truthful the church has become a place where it looks like men promote us it is God who works you men to promote us you have to hold on to your pain it is your pain that determines what you get some of you you are already at the point where whatever you are asking the Lord he's doing it for you maybe some of you are not yet there but if you don't let go you will see the salvation of the Lord I am here to tell somebody that the Bible said he's a reward of them that diligently seek him the seeking is the determining factor that guarantees and gives assurance of your better tomorrow i am here to tell somebody you are not going to fail in your generation you are not going to be put in your generation as long as we don't back out of the will of god and the purpose of god we shall see the salvation of the lord the last thing to finish it he said when you pray whatever you ask me to do i will do it you know what he's bringing you into he's bringing you into the place of creation you call the things that are not there as though they were you understand what i'm talking about myself the leadership we have been going out for evangelism many years ago we were going out. the more we went out the more the church became empty the more we try the less result we get but as we kept on doing what God told us, we get people knocking at the door of the church saying the Lord told us to come here. Your time is coming. I want to beg you, there are people who already enjoy it, but the connection of our enjoyment is subjected on our connection with God. It is not unto him that will it, nor unto him that run it, 
but it is God that showeth mercy. It's a chariots and horses are prepared for battle, but victory is in the hands of God. The Bible said he was put into the tomb. All men rejected, resent. Listen, all men rejected him. He said, if they rejected me, they will reject you. Rejection is not always disqualification. Rejection sometimes is redirection. <laughs> I thought you put your hands together there. Precious one. He said something. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. When you remain in the vine, he has got an intent, a plan for your life. To bring you into a purposeful place. I want to beg everyone under the sound of my voice. Don't back out. Don't back out. Don't follow the crowd. Maybe today the number is not. I hear words. Number is not the authenticity of truthfulness. Number. He said many are called. But few are chosen. The calling is many, but few chosen. I want to beg all the children here. I want to beg all of you, everybody here. When you remain in him, he doesn't leave you. He will remain in you. That is a beauty of it. I want to beg you. We have tough times coming. Stand on your feet. We have tough times coming. But he's saying to somebody, don't back out. Tell your neighbor, don't back out. A time is coming when you have to choose between God and mama. You will choose between God and money. A time is coming. And this country is getting to the point. The world is getting to a point. Where decisions you will make will be reasonable and sensible. But spiritually wrong. We are getting there. We are getting there. Place your hand on your church, chest and say, God, help me to abide. Help me not to back. I begin to pray. Let me have the singers on stage. We'll finish right now. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you so much. Brother Moses, get a song I sent to you ready for me, please. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. We give a go. Begin to pray. You want to stay to him. You want to rehearse. I pray over the sound of everybody under the sound of my voice. That the hand of God is coming upon you. That even though you have not achieved what God told you you are achieving this year. The rest of the days of this year will work together for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever caused pain in your life. I pray today that the hand of God will superimpose his will upon everything in your life. In the mighty name name of Jesus. I pray over the life of everyone under the sound of my voice uh, that it is time uh, because you have chosen not to back out uh, before the end of this year uh, you are walking into the place uh, where God will answer your prayer uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, your moment of answering prayer uh, has come in the name of Jesus. Uh, every unfruitfulness in your life uh, is giving way for the fruitfulness of God uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, I prophesy upon the 
life of our children that the hand of God will come upon their life they will not be contaminated by their environment in the name of Jesus they will command things they will lead things they will lead things in the name of Jesus I pray over the life of everybody under the sound of my voice that God is moving you into the place of greatness is moving you into the place of greatness in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for you that change is coming to you I pray for that one whose time has not come yet that wait and tarry your time of visitation is coming in mighty name of Jesus so I wish you the grace 